is the Levels Podcast. I am Justin Hodor, joined by the Triple OG, Widamu Mason. OG, it's finals prelim time, brother. Best it time of the year. A couple of weeks to go, some really big games. Yeah, man. Uh, what a weekend. Fuck. Looking forward to it. Crazy, mate. These, these are the hardest games you can play in. Give us your... Uh, his, oh, this isn't in the notes. Give us your best prelim story. Oh, uh, mate. I think how many it, prelims did you play in? Played five prelims. Five. Yeah. yeah. It's just like Roos, a couple of Roosters ones were dominant. Yeah. Like we got pumped and sometimes we we, we won and it's just like... Uh, the one when we got when I on our run to you know four, four? yeah who we play played against prelim? Penrith okay yeah fuck it was one of the hardest games I played and they won they won the pricey pricey went out in the first five minutes yep so I threw everything away that's threw right threw everything out I moved to the front row Rennie come on in the back row or Roy come in so we we had Roy Asatasi Rennie Matua and Sonny Bill on the bench yeah um, I bad. moved up the front row uh, played some big minutes played about seventy minutes in the middle Ogre played big minutes. It was fucking neck and neck the whole way. It was just a bashathon. It was bash, kick, everything like that. And I think when Rennie, Rennie Matula scored a try, and that's when I knew we were in. Yeah. After Corey Hughes kicked a 40-20, I remember, and it was no, like- I remember that 40-20. Yeah, 40-20, was that, that was the turning point. And yeah. then Ren scored in that set of six, scored yeah. on the post, and then I was like, we're going to win. We're going to win. But it, this is the 60, 65th, 68th minute. Yeah. We're sitting there just going, holy fuck. Fuck, this battle. It was a battle, man. Um, this is against the 03 Panthers. Yeah, 03 Panthers. Before. And we had some really great battles against those. Roosters, uh, Broncos were good then. Um, Penrith uh, and us were like the top four teams all the most time. Warriors are in there as well. So, yeah, um, yeah that was a that was a game. Like, you talk to Ogre and you talk to some of the boys and go, what's the hardest game you played? Yeah. It's Penrith 04 prelim. Yeah. Yeah. And even, I mean, the grand final was, it was a bit slippery. And it was it a bit was messy like, that year. A bit messy it? in the yeah. first 10 or 15 minutes. was still physical, but that game, I remember that game. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah, grouse. Um, as as always, we want everyone to sign up uh, for the email list, levelsnetwork.com.au. Uh, for those who have been watching this show for a minute, know that our collection one is coming very, mm. very soon. Um, here's, here's the hats that we've got. We've got three different colorways for these hats too, Mace. Lukey has put them in the email list. So you will get first access to being able to purchase our collection once it arrives, if you're in that email list. Levels so not work. You'll see it 24 hours you. before everyone else. So go jump in that um, email list. What yeah, is it, Mace? Level, Levelsnetwork.com.au. So you'll get first. You'll get first choice if, you're, uh, if you sign up to that. So yep. You'll see it before get everyone it. else. Yep. Um, thank you to everyone that's been subscribing. Uh, we've really been pushing for that 20K. We've got a couple of weeks <laughs> What are we going to do when we get 20K? We need a big – we'll celebrate. Yeah, we're going to celebrate. We had, like, the, we had the 10K celebration. Where well, I get Roasty to do something for us. <laughs> yeah, He's always got some funny shit. Yeah. So we're at 18K. Uh, it's a great that's, – that's unreal. Super – um. Super grateful. So much gratitude for getting to 18K in our first year. Um, we're really pushing for that 20K. I think we're going to we'll need a big week. We're going to need a big week to get to – We'll get to it by the we're end of the year. We're in final week. Everyone's, everyone wants to – Yeah. They want to listen to Levels Network. Yeah. We're also obviously on Instagram. We're on Twitter or Elon's X. X. Um, so uh, – but we've got Levels Community Club on Strava, currently 445. Got a quick, huge, nice, quick early YouTube question for this. This is from JR. Yep. On the weekend runs, should consider doing them at different local park runs around Sydney. Five k time events all over the joint. Good way to immerse yourselves yeah. in the running community and see different parts of the city, state, country. JR, that's the plan, brother. So as I was saying to Mace uh, on uh, the review, the first one will be at Centennial Park coming okay. up on Grand Final Day. But for sure, I want to get to Bondi. I want to get to the Northern Beaches. I want to get to Cronulla. The idea of it is to build a community. Community, keep building that community. 5K run, 
bit of a swim, bit of a coffee, have a feed. There will always be a location where we can sit together after, okay. have a bit of a chat and get to know some of the people that are following us. We'll bring a couple of mates along. Myself, it's Mason, Lukey will always be there. Louis keen. Louis Brown's keen to do it with us as well. Uh, and then we've also got So grand guys. final day, we do a 5K around Centennial? 5K around Centennial. Right, I'm in. I'll yeah. do 5K. I will do 5K. I'll post on the Levels Network or Levels Community Club on Strava the exact location. So go jump in there. We've got 445 ready. Um, I maybe, need a Garmin watch. I've got to get a Garmin watch. Yeah. Got yeah, to get a Garmin. Yeah, yeah got to see if we get the hookups yeah. from Garmin. Um, and uh, what was I going to say with that? The uh, oh yeah, so if you're not in the uh, in Sydney and you can't attend it, just let you let you know everyone in Strava that we will be indeed getting after five k on Grand Final day. So okay. you might not be able to make it. You're in Auckland. You're in Brizzy. Still get five k done. Oh, it'd be a tough carry for me too. Five k Grand Final day. Because you, you know go, you know what they're doing. 2000, 2003 Kangaroo Tour. Yep. Last Kangaroo Tour we played Great Britain and we won three nil. Yeah, they're celebrating that. Oh, grand final like they're um, so it's a oh, yeah, it's Fletch. a can it's a kangaroo Fletch reunion. Fletch is going to be there. Kangaroo reunion, yeah, and they're celebrating two thousand three uh, kangaroos. Would Fletcher you played in that with you? Yeah, well, and you could, even if you play for the kangaroos, you're just going oh, okay, anyway. Yep. So everybody's yep. going to come down. No, Fletcher and uh, that last yeah, time. so be tough, tough carry for. Mason. Well, uh, you just come down and have <laughs> Maybe, coffee with us after. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to. I'll run just come straight from the pub, mate. No, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, Those we, days are gone. Those days are gone. All right, we'll chuck it in the community club on Strava. Uh, thanks to everyone supporting you. While we're down there, after recovering for sure, we'll have one of these, the ready-to-drink oh, vanilla and chocolate shakes, whether you need a quick hit of protein or help you refuel after a tough workout, which it's going to be. 5K for yeah. some, some some easy, some hard, but we're trying to find that nice balance where we can get together and just run hey, for at least leisure. 30 minutes. Um, We've got the you got the Any chocolate. Did you, you reach out to some of the power boys that they said they were keen? Yeah, um, we, we're gonna we, we're gonna build we're gonna that a little bit further on. Okay. Yeah, but this is more about um, for some of our followers. Okay. Um, right. Leading up to that, um, th those are currently available in Coles online at bodyscience.com.au and yeah. in independent supplement retailers. Thank you to Body Science coming very handy. Let's get to more YouTube questions, yeah. Mace. So this one's from Masoni Moss, Mason Moss. Masson. <laughs> uh, been to all Warriors games, and this is off the back of what Lukey's posted yeah. already on Levels, but for people that haven't seen on our social media page, um, this is a bit of a rundown of how it all um, become viral for the Warriors with regards to the post-match uh, singing of the team song. Okay. Been to all the Warriors games this season. They were playing the team singing... We are the Warriors chance after every win in the change room on their social media pages. Man. Went viral. Everyone started singing it. They introduced the chant on the big screen after the Warriors versus Raiders game this year. That's what I thought. They said it was requested by the fans. They made a sick video with Savage on Savage, the Savage, yeah. Savage is doing it. Of uh, the Mount Smart Stadium. Are you ready? Only chanted on the dubs. But are fuck the chant. I only go for the half-time Pukana cam. Everyone goes nuts trying to get into it. So they've got the Pukana cam at halftime <laughs> uh, and then they got the chant after the game. So just great work. I but love it. I love it. You, you can feel the energy through the TV. Yeah. That's when, you know, even at Newcastle when they beat Cam, you can feel that energy. And even at, at like, I'm not sure what they call it, Mount Smart, I call it Mount Smart. It's Go Media, Mount Smart. Go Media, Go yeah. Media. But like you could feel it, you know yeah. what I mean? It was so good. It was so good. Even when we are at the Old Boys Day for the Manly game, I remember chatting then? to, we we're, were sitting up there after and we were uh, having, a, having a schooner with like Louis, uh, Louis Anderson and uh, yeah, Owen Gutenbill and Rubes and Nige. all the boys. And I remember sitting up there while having a chat. Uh, I was speaking to Jello, actually. I remember speaking yeah. to Jello. And I could hear all this noise coming down from the stadium. I'm looking down. I'm like, the game was over about 10 minutes ago. 
I can hear all this noise. I didn't know what it was at the time. And what I was, was like, what are they singing? Have they got like a uh, uh, their own song that they've developed? So um, that's, a, that's something that the fans have come up with as well. So like we said, I think now even Gus come out and said on 100% footy, what the Warriors are doing around their game day experience, other clubs now should be looking and trying to emulate that yep. and try to copy it because uh, the Warriors at the head of the game, I give – our good mate, uh, Jacko, Jacko, Jacko yeah. Thomas and uh, Logan Dodds, a big shout out. Um, do you remember when they started film, filming, like when Savage started doing it and they got the whole team involved? Did you see no, it? Because I, I saw this it. ages ago. Yeah. And I saw when they started singing the Warriors thing and Savage was on there and he was like, you know, he started that whole stuff. And I was yeah. just like, that's mad. I didn't realise I was singing that song. For game day. Yeah, for yeah. game day. Yeah. Like, I, so the whole, I, I, I just thought it. I thought it was the team song yeah. when they win the game. Yeah, I it thought, is. Yeah, but I know, but like I usually, like we've got a team song as well, but like crowd don't sing it. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah that's but it, but it seems it's a song where everyone can sing it. Our, most songs aren't. Yeah, they're not friendly. They're not. A, they're, they're not. They're, they're not uh, running down the sideline. Yeah, you know have what you I mean. Yeah, running down yeah, the sideline. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's a lot of them, and, and yeah. the, the boys come up with their own song this year at the Bulldogs, and it was pretty good. But it it, it goes for a little bit, and it's like it, you can't sing it. Yeah, where we are ready, all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, they've turned it into a proper game day experience. Well done to the Warriors uh, and the fans over there because mm. without the fans requesting it. It would probably, it might not have happened, but shout out to the Warriors media team. They're killing it again. Just keep getting dubs. Mm. Um, this that one. Oh, sorry, and that was from yeah Mason Moss. Um, this one's from Frydog. Love the potty lads. Question after a big win, did you guys enjoy being interviewed straight away from the TV networks, or would you prefer to be able to celebrate with your teammates? This is off the back of Eddie Maguire insisting the seven network should allow the AFL viewers to enjoy the pure theatre of seeing their team enjoy the victory with their teammates then getting a microphone put straight into their face. So just quickly Mm. off this question, Mace, too. Again, and uh, I said this is what happened when – remember when the boys during the RLPA strike um, weren't doing uh, media interviews straight after the game and they were mingling with fans and and then off the back of that you got more um, experience with uh, player-to-fan connection. I I really think that the – I don't know if if you're a viewer at home, are you really that keen to get cliche answers straight after the game anyway? Let them, or if you'd prefer if you're a fan that if you actually went to the game, the players getting around, signing a few autographs, taking a few pictures, and enjoying the team song and singing it with the team rather than getting interviewed straight after. Yeah. I never got interviewed. Actually, I got interviewed once. I got a funny story on that. I don't know if I told you about this yet, most already. But you would have got interviewed heaps after games. Yeah, all the time. Um, um, most After most games, all the time. Yeah. Um, whether it be like just say Channel 9 if you're going to get man of the match or just say someone just wants to talk to you anyway. It's just yeah. all, all the time after a game I was always one of those guys that was going to they yeah. always wanted to chat. And you Sometimes I'm like, no, just give me five minutes. You know what I mean? You want to enjoy those moments where they want that where where the TV land is coming from. They want that organic moment, that emotion, that all that kind of stuff straight away. Yeah, and you always gave that to them too. Yeah, and, and, and then you're going to get you, you get. And I, so I understand from I understand. Yeah, I'm never cliched. Yeah, I understand from where Channel Nine and Fox and that come from are coming from because they want. Get him now, like what a great moment, this, 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 if it's a great win or anything like that. And you go, yes, it's, 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 it's raw and it's yeah. emotion, you know what I mean? Like when I got Clive Churchill, you yeah. know, that was crazy. Yeah. You know, like even just like getting man in the matches and stuff like that, it's just like that was pretty cool but it's like – So I, did you do the Clive Churchill chat um, on stage or did, did they get you – who got you straight after? Well, they told me like – they told me 10 minutes before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So like you knew, Fuck. you knew. So it wasn't it announced yeah. at the thing. I already knew I was going to get it. Oh man! So um, yeah, that's and that's like really emotional. Right at right then, it's emotional anyway when you won the grand final. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. mad. Like yeah. that, those moments are crazy. So that's why, like, when you see everyone around, it's fucking really. So, so you're doing a you're doing a lap. Yeah, and, and then, then like you comes know, up and taps up and goes Mace. and I'm like, yes, and you do the lap yeah. and everything like that and yeah. whatever, and then um, and even but like just those moments where, you know, where JT got interviewed, yeah. right? That was just like pure raw emotion. Like you just like you're emotional and like, hey, well, how are you feeling, JT? Maddie Johns was doing the interviews back then. Yeah. You know, Maddie Johns, it's different because Maddie, it's Maddie Johns, right? Yeah, he's very highly, he's highly respected. So he could get in on those things. If it's a journo, you ain't getting anything. Nah, yeah. fucking. Yeah. yeah, I'll talk to Maddie Joey Johns. I'll talk to Joey. I'll talk to Freddie. I'll talk to Bill. Yeah. So Channel Nine's very, very um, selective with those guys because you're going to give every single one of those guys time of day. Yeah. You know, with Gallon. Cam Smith, Billy Slater, all these sort legends of guys. So of when game. it's yeah, the legends of the game. So when it comes to origin, all that kind of stuff, they're going to get there straight away. Yeah, you know. And then um, I think I think it's good in a way. I think it is really good. But mm. like, just say the normal games, mm. where it's like you just sort week of grab, in, week out. yeah, the week in week out games. Yep. It's like yeah, it's a great win, blah blah blah. You just want to celebrate with your team and everything like that, and talk to the fans and whatever it is. Like you don't really want a microphone stuck in your face, especially when you're yeah, losing. You're right. Especially yeah. when you're losing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the halftime one, it's a fucking killer. You know what I mean? Oh, what do you think you need to work on? Yeah, like, what are they going to say at halftime, mate? Like, yeah, they, mate can, they can do without that one. That you can do without that. And that's the CBA and that's what they've signed and that's you have access all the time from, what, for the media. And yeah, I'm like – That's what mate, the networks want. Yeah, and, but I'm like – I'm not sure if I like that. I I'm think that was, happen, oh, was happening when I was at the back end of my career. Yeah. And I'm like, because oh, well, your natural fucking thing is just, fuck off. Like, let me just – let me go on the sheds and I'll talk shit full time. Well, you could be getting beat. Yeah, well, the thing with you, like, you'll probably get a, uh, a a good answer out of guys like yourself, or in the modern day, Cheese will probably give you mm. decent, funny sort of answers. But a lot of the time, everyone's going to be straight up, good half of footy. We need a complete better. And it's the questions. Yeah. What do you think? Of, what do you think? What do you think about the first half? Yeah. I don't fucking know. If the, if they're winning, if they're winning twenty four nils, yeah, great half. They're not going to go. Geez, we're killing it. They're fucking awful out there. Yes. We're going to run them in the second half. No way. What are they going to Imagine say? Imagine they interviewed Happy me 2006 <laughs> halftime. 2006 prelim halftime. They should have got me then. We would have, maybe would have got the grand final. No one would have heard it. <laughs> but it's like, you got. To, I don't know what these, I feel sorry for the players because they have to do it. Yeah. You can't go, go away. It's like, oh, what do you think? What do you need to work on? It's like, oh, we just, just got to work on completions and uh, try and get to the, you know, blah, 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 build pressure. Thanks, mate. Like, fuck, that's not really that good a content, really. Yeah. Yeah. I think you maybe do without that full time. Then you can really like you can elaborate on a lot of things. Yeah. But that half time one, that's a killer. Have I told you my story? So my last ever game, I don't know if I told this one before. I, probably, I think I might might have. But for the people new people that are just trend into levels for the first time, or might not have heard this story. So I never got interviewed my entire career until my very last game. Yes. I got man of what? the match. I got man of the match against the Sharks in my very last game. So Joey come over to me, and Joey was the guy I interviewed. He was yeah. our assistant coach at Manly. He was pumped for me. I was like super excited to be doing it because I'd never, you know, I'd yeah. never been asked to do it before, and I'd never got given man of the match. It was 2015. 15, yeah. It would have been. Yeah, against the Sharks at Shark Park the yeah. last game. So I was stoked. Like I was pumped to be doing it. And uh, we obviously go on. We celebrate. I didn't realise you actually get proper cash for it too. Yeah, they send yeah. you cash for the matches. I used to donate it every time. Yeah, I didn't because I wasn't on that yeah. big of money. <laughs> I fucking kept yeah. it and used it for celebrations. Um, so Joey comes up. I'm super nervous because fucking I'm not used to it. Yeah. Uh, Joey's looking after me. He's pumped me. <laughs> it was my last ever game in the NRL. 
so we get on with Mad Monday celebrations and mum and dad were at this, this ground so they're like, oh, we recorded it for you because it's Channel 9. So I said, yeah. sick. Later on the week I go to mum and dad's to go watch it. The game had that many stoppages and um, there was a bit of shit fight in the game that it dragged all the way to the news and I missed my – Oh, are you I, kidding I, me? I never got my interview. So I went to go watch it. I'm watching it at the end of the I game. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was watching it and then I got to the end and they go, all right. They cut um, it. Straight after the game, fucking the we celebrate, it quickly cuts off and there was no interviews and I didn't get my interview ever. That's right. I was suspended. Remember, I got suspended the last two games. Did you? Yeah. What did you do for the last two games? I got shoulder charged Tom Burgess and I got done for the last three games. <laughs> that was my last three games in the NRL. Suspension. We party hard. So. Oh, yeah, I know. That was good fun. That was but, fun, um, very yeah. fun. So I, ne- I never actually... I can't, no, that's bullshit. I never, I never got televised an interview. <laughs> Imagine anyway. you maybe asked Channel 9 for the, for, the, for the vision. Yeah, I've got to hit up Danica. Yeah. Love you, Danica. <laughs> that's uh, All right, last question. This one's from Ryan Frost. Uh, question, love the show, fellas. Uh, thanks for your honest insight. I've been following leagues since I can remember, so know the jargon pretty well. One term I've never understood is siege mentality. You talk about this a lot, mate. Ooh, yeah, Could you right, explain right. this ter- term and perhaps offer an example of it from your career. All right, siege mentality. That is when we used to have a siege mentality every time we used to play Canberra. Yeah. Because nobody wants to go to Canberra and nobody wants to go to the Warriors in winter. Yes. Right? Okay. So you'd have that mentality, just come in, get it, get out. Yeah. That's in flying, stay the night, stay do your captain's run, just say if you play on a just say you play on a Saturday, do captain's run Friday, fly down on Friday or catch a bus, depends where you're from Sydney or Newcastle or wherever. Come down, stay the night, come in, boom. Go as hard as you can, straight on the bus, straight home. Yeah, that's a siege mentality, yep. and just come go in there with that mentality. Just go in there, grab the points, and get the fuck out of there. Don't it, stay the night. Don't do anything. It didn't matter how talented Canberra or Warriors nah, were in those times. It yeah, was always a tough. They're always going to be up for it. You know, yep. um, you just got to lock. You know, like you just lock everything out, and that's the mentality of the whole team. That's what we used to just lock in, go in there, get the points, get home, and have a laugh, have a beer. Yeah, but that's the mentality. You know, so. Um, we used to do it, yeah, against Canberra in Canberra in the winter. Yeah, because it was just uh, it was, it sucked. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, it, it sucked. sucked. Yeah. It was cold. It was just like I uh, can't. I can't remember a good performance against Canberra during my six year career. I think we would maybe would play probably three or four times mm. down there. I don't think we had much joy. Had a good Sunday Arvo on fifteen down there. Yeah. Did you play in that yeah, game? I did, yeah, yeah. That yeah we, no, that was great. Yeah. They come back. Did the recovery in that there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we got straight on the – yeah. Yeah. That was good though. But it was good though. But you had that mm. mentality and but that's that was an and that's set. Game. Yeah, that's and it was set hot. and yeah. it's okay. Yeah, yeah. gets a little bit cold like when about 6 o'clock. But um, you had that mentality from – just say if you played on Sunday from as soon as you do the video, then Tuesday. We've got Canberra this week. Yep. Siege mentality. Folksy was the king at that. Yeah. Folksy used to just lock in like that. Everybody had the same attitude. He was a leader of men. We all used to follow him. And we had guys like Ogre, myself, and and Pricey, and Tony Grimaldi, and all these sort of – all these leaders. Uh, we had some great leaders in that team. So we could just really, you know, lock in and um, get down there and get the points. And we, we – I, I mean, just so if I played there, just say 15 times. I, I don't think I've probably lost about two or three games down there. Have you? Yeah, yeah not That's many. a good record. Not I'll, many, yeah. We'll have to look at that. We'll, uh, yeah. We'll, uh, what I might do uh, and what we're going to do on the off-season, we're so, still going to continue to do one episode a week, but we're going to implement some guests as well. So it's, yes. there'll be two shows coming up. In the mailbox, um, we'll do questions like that. So we'll look at some stats and, yeah. and shit like that and, and, we'll, and we'll go back and uh, – uh, and we'll get some questions from the punters. Yeah. YouTube, there'll be heaps of YouTube questions. We're going to call it Mailbox. Yeah, um, it maybe Mailbox Monday or something Because there's only like been that. one time that I've ever been out in Canberra Yeah, in 17 years. 
I never went out. To yeah, Canberra. like and that was because the Saturday game we played in North, when I was in, in the out. Cowboys. Usually, because it's so yeah. far away, you had to yeah. stay the night. Yeah, you can't fly home straight away. That was the only time I ever went out. Went to the Mooseheads. It was yeah. one of the greatest nights of all time. <laughs> yeah. is that, oh, I've heard <laughs> it's about fucking Mooseheads. wild, mate. Yeah, it is wild. Yeah, anyone from Canberra, <laughs> we were out there just going, "Holy shit!" No one of these Canberra boys getting shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking on tap. Yeah. All right, uh, that's that's siege mentality. So yeah. uh, thanks to everyone for the questions. Uh, love doing those ones and um, giving you our examples. All right, let's get on to the games, mate. Same yeah. as we did last week. We've got the left versus right, the right versus left, middles versus middles. Um, but let's get on to the odds with our friends, our partners, the tab. These odds are accurate as of the 21st of August at 8 a.m. Um, the We're going to kick it off with Lukey. He's got something he's smiling in the background. What do you got for us, Lukey? Yep. Well, you won nine. So Lukey's fact checked it nine straight away. He's won nine out of twenty one. Have I played there twenty one times? Yeah, total nine NRL games you won against twenty one games. Twenty one games played. So, yeah, but how many down there? Oh, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I've always had good um, battles against Canberra. Yeah, I'm just thinking down there. Uh, You played eleven games and you won four. What a shit record! Four from eleven. Need oh, more wow. siege mentality down there next fucking yeah. OG. It's hard to get one. Well, wait, that's why you've got to have the siege mentality because yeah. it's hard to win Four. down there. Fuck. <laughs> that's Ricky a Stewart. giggle. Um, all right, let's get into the games, mate. Uh, we've got the prelim. This is some doozies. Oh, the odds don't reflect how close I think these games are going to be. So we've got Penrith at $1.18, mates, with our friends, our partners at the tab. Yep. Melbourne at $4.80 underdogs. The line is 13 and a half. Um, I'll get to the team news for you. Uh, where is it here? All right. So um, for the Panthers, start 5'8", Jerome Luai mm. has been named. Uh, a final decision is to be made on him. You've also got Isaac Tungle returning. Jack Cogger and Tyrone Peachy remain in the squad. And for cover, Cogger's actually number 14 on the bench. As for the Storm, they've also got their own Jerome that's back. Jerome Hughes has yeah. been named to return from that injury, the calf injury. Therefore, Tyrone Wishart moves to the bench. Bronson Garlic, who was really good uh, starting the game for Harry Grant, he goes to the extended bench. Yeah. Uh, Tui Kamakamitha is good to go. Yep. Um, so Ooh. when we look at these teams here, Mace, uh, I'm just getting back now to the left on right. Let's yeah. break down. The left versus right. So I've got Storms left, the same as last week. Remus Smith, Jazzy Olam, Munster and Liero. Much improved defensively from mm-hmm. the week before, but they were not playing the Broncos. No. Let's clarify that. Um, and this is how I think the right will end up. So Crichton has been playing left center for the last couple of weeks. There is a good chance he plays left center. I think he may go back to the right. So we've got Brian Toto, Stephen Crichton with a big asterisk, Nathan Cleary with his own asterisks, and I want to talk about Nathan Cleary after this, and Liam Martin, the dog of all dogs. Nathan what? Cleary um, dislocated his finger and was unable to put it back in at training mm. and had to go to the hospital. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Yeah. I mean, I've dislocated fingers, but I've put them back in. Yeah. But it's like that must have been fucking awful if they couldn't put it back in. Yeah. Well, A little finger? What, what finger? Uh, I'm not too sure what it's finger. fucking important. But so the difference is – they didn't have a doctor at training sessions. This is what Brandy's saying. Well, that's probably so. Generally, doctors. The put doctor it in. will put it straight back in. Trainers can put it in, though. Well, I think my trainer did. Yeah, yeah. I think Travis Toomer just went bang straight in. Yeah, I remember like Craig Catterick being. He's the jack of all trades. So he was. He was yeah. a nurse. He was a copper. He was. A, you ever dislocated finger? Never. Fuck! I no. did mine against Canberra. Against yeah. Canberra. Gives. Have you got? 
This here? Yeah, that one there, yeah. So I was being uh, – someone ran the ball and I fucking line speed and he dropped the ball and I give him the biggest mouthful, right? Yeah. Spray the fuck out of him. I'm not even going to repeat it. Anyway, it was our feed. Went to pick the ball up one hand like a smart ass. Yeah. Dislocated my finger. Picking the ball up. Picking the ball up. Fucking hell. Just went bang. It was fucking free. Picked the ball up and I just looked at it. Just, it was out there like that. Yeah. And I didn't want to show him because I was being fucking yeah. smart. I was chirping. Come here. Yeah. Put the fucking thing back in. Yeah. Just went snap. Put it back in. I guess, how'd you do that? I was trying to pick the fucking ball up. Anyway, yeah. got it back in. Kept talking shit. Anyway, it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. And it's still bad now. Look at it. Yeah. The amount of scar tissue around there because I kept dislocating. So pinky and Kept the dislocating it and that one. Wedding, is that the wedding finger? Yeah. Yeah. But that one went fat and that one went skinny. Yeah. It's weird. And But that that was one of the most painful things. So every time, because I'm a right arm carry bang, it'd get jammed up, oh, dislocated. Di- for years. Yeah. For years. From 2008, pretty much all retired, I'd always tape those two together. Yeah. It's fucking most underrated pain. Especially so, when it's cold and you've got the siege mentality. Yeah, siege mentality <laughs> and getting dusted. <laughs> all right, let's get to left first. Yeah, right. sorry, sorry. Um, um, Reema Smith, Owen Munston, Liara against Toto, potentially Crichton, Cleary okay. and Martin. I'm going to go straight up Panthers yep. and just break it down why. Because a fucking Martin yep. is an absolute dog. I think he's going to get. It's pretty get, even with the other three. It right? is pretty like even. Clear and vanished Liam Martin Liara. Yeah, I just think Toto is the best winger in the world. Crichton is the form center in the world at the moment. Clear is the best seven, and Martin's the best right four. Mm. Like you, you're talking like top two, top three in their positions at the moment. Is that the best edge in the competition? Yes. Yeah, especially if you got Crichton on that right edge, and I think he's a right center. And I think he's going to be over there because Olam's such a great ball ball runner and Crichton's one of the best That's defensive centres. And, um, you know, Toto and, and, and Remus Smith. Remus Smith, so he's a bit underdone, but he's still, he still works hard. He's a big body. Um, but I just don't think they can it'll – be, it'll be pretty even. They'll even each other out. Yeah. Liero will be getting um, – he'll, he'll be feeling Martin. Martin oh, yeah, will be coming at him. Inside pressure to Munster. Munster, when he comes, he dummies come off, come off his left foot. He's going to be running straight into Martin. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just hunts and hunts, and he's going to have Fisher Harris with him. They're going to be really dominating that side because, I mean, and this is the beauty of we're going to get to the right side, but that um, the left side with uh, Storm, that's their strike side. Yes. And I just think it gets nullified because of those four players there. They're the best in their position. Yeah. And they and and Liam Martin is an absolute dog. He's the best right four in the game. You're right. You've got Toto top three. Yeah. Arguably top Fucking top, top best. two. But probably the best. Argu- easily. Arguably the best. One thing we'll talk about on the way in too, I don't think he gets credit for because you talked about his engine and how he's still able to maintain that quality at the back end of games. Yep. One thing that gets slept on with Toto – his defense, bro. Yeah. His defense is so good. You only got to make two or three tackles. He doesn't get caught in no man's land but like some wingers. Some wingers fuck it up. That's what I'm saying. He never gets caught. Yeah. And he's always that last bit. And he's bang. He'll he he moves he moves with the ball. So if you go if you go long, he moves with the ball. Bang. He's straight on you. Mm. Remus Smith's very tall. So there's a lot of fucking real estate for him to hit. Get under big levers and just try and fucking get him in. Because look who's coming over. Mm. Cleary's a dog at that. And fucking Crichton and Liam Martin's that last dude coming in. You know, sort of mean. So that's that is the best right four in the game. Storms left the left side is probably one of the most dangerous. Munster's been a little bit off. Yep. And I just think the combinations with him and Liero isn't really working that well. And Olam's been out a little bit. I think it's sort of coming back. Olam's play Olam's play twos is the reason why, like he played well last year, last week. Yep. He didn't get any clear ball. He did, he doesn't. He wasn't shaking and baking anyone. 
It was just because because of the field position, they were just fucking. He's lost a bit of confidence, though. Yes, eh? mate. Yeah. Yeah, for ten weeks, yeah. it'll do it to you. Yeah. Um, defensively, he's still good. I think he he'll um he'll do a job on Crichton. Mm. But it's just sometimes if he wants to jam in and Crichton's like Crichton has his shoulders pointed in, bang, hits him with an out ball, long levers like that. You know what they might, I reckon they, you know what they'll do heaps on on Jazzy Olam is that um, they might bring him around and what they do is that little tunnel ball. Yeah. So it's either Dylan Edwards out the back with a sweeping shape and they get Jazzy Olam to come in, just fake it. Like Even right with Cleary between. getting the ball here, you've got Liam Martin running that lead line, starting on Olam coming on the outside of, of Munster. Yeah. And he's got Crichton there and then he's got Edwards there. So he can play short. To Edwards, yeah, and Edwards can go bang bang hands, and they fan, they fan shape out, and then they They've all the because they all come up and in. Because if Olam comes in on Edwards, little nice hands are crying, crying. Raymond Smith has to come in. To, uh, yeah, it's fucking hard to stop. Very hard. And they'll and they will like they'll hit Liam Martin first couple of times. They'll turn him under. They'll turn him under. They'll hit him. Then he'll turn under. Boom! Straight back up. Bang! Out the back to Edwards. Liam That's the shit. Because Cleary's so fucking good. Liam Martin's drop line is the best in the game, mate. Eh? He, he runs – it's a drop, but he runs dead yes. straight like he's running like a, a, genu a genuine lead. It's, te it's, like the, a tempo, it's the tempo of yeah. Cleary. Cleary gets the yeah. ball, slows down, goes that way. Engages Liam Martin form. does not stop. He just runs straight. So he wants Munster and that to go out a little bit yeah. or Liero to come out a little bit. He's fucking going straight there. Liero's got to be lunging. Yes. Like and what best case scenario is one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. And then you on the numbers line and then you can go, what, well, are they going to do a 7-3 split? You know, do a six four. You mm. know what I mean? Like, where's you know, where's the fullback in that position? Where's uh, you know, that's where Cleary and Mun Cleary and that are just they're fucking kings. Best edge in the game. Yep, easily. but they're smart. So when they do break it down on Martin, then they've got so many options. If they break it down on that numbers line I was talking about last week, then it's just like you know, are they going on the long side? For those that don't know, when you do like the reason we've done it in this as well, even when I was playing. Would do you do so at the start of the week you do uh, review as a team at the end of the week you do preview as a team but in between the days in between you do middles defense and you do edge defense and then you even do left edge defense versus right yeah. edge defense. So Fuck. when they so when they do break the Liam Martin down they want what they want to do is get a big guy traveling to the short side because mm. they want Liero at marker. So. Yep. You want to get a big Nas going there. You want to get a Kama Kamitha. And then Cleary will sit behind and play the ball and see where Meany is. If Meany's on the right side, if he's on that other side, make it five five and six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the fullback's always in the line. Or if he's on the long side, six, four, you know, seven, four, something like that. You know? And it's yep. like that's when Cleary comes into his own because you want the big guy traveling. And then uh, Kenny comes out, Cleary – it's hard to defend. Very man. hard to defend. But that's where the big guys need to know everything – all these positions. That's why, like, big nasty can handle it good because yep. he can play on an He's edge. He's got more mobility. Come a Kamitha, you want traveling. You want, you want Welsh traveling. Yeah. You want a Benchy traveling. Yeah. Guys who don't know what they're doing, they're sitting on an island there because they get exposed because they're used to having so much help. Because when they do, when they get forward. on that numbers line, it's not on the far numbers line. It's on that close one. Yep. It's the one inside the near, closer to the post, and that's when you get the splits. Yep. It's fucking so important to get those numbers right. You got Remus Smith, Olam Munster, and Liara to a lesser degree. Clearly dominated by the Panthers' right edge, just on form. Yeah. So and that's saying a lot because that's a good left edge. That's a good left edge. Let's move on to the Storm right versus Panthers left. We've got Will Warbrick, Marion Sever, Jerome Hughes is back, Alyssa Katoa. Then you've got uh, Taruva, potentially Isaac Tungor, potentially Jerome Luai and Scotty Sorensen who's having a career best yeah. year. Um, this one's probably a little bit more even, especially with Jerome Hughes Jerome coming Hughes. back. Um, well, well – 
that left edge will get joy, the storm left edge, if the right edge is, is having a little bit of joy as well. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like last week, they didn't care. They were just stacking towards Munster mm. because they knew that Garlic and that weren't going to really attack short sides. Even if they had a 6 4 split, they were just leaving man. They were leaving man on man. Mm. And the markers. Uh, Garlic. Um, Gar- was it? Wishart. Uh, Wishart, yeah. Wishart. Wishart did score a great try, did, but yeah. you still weren't putting another number there because you weren't really worried. Yeah. That's you why know, and even, and even with Jerome because, Hughes, you're like, fuck, he's got a calf problem. Is he going to take me on? Yep. Or is he just going to be like, is he going to sit there and just play numbers? Play numbers against Penrith, you're going to get dragged over the fucking sideline. How interesting is the first 10, 15 minutes going to be? Because you, you say they do both do play. You've got Jerome mm. Lawyer with his shoulder. You've got Jerome Hughes with his calf. They're both looking over and playing fucking poker. <laughs> playing Texas poker. And they've oh, both got 7-2 offsuit, the worst yeah. thing the fucking, <laughs> that you can get for poker. But they're, look, they're looking and going, we got aces, baby. We got aces. I just, I just want to know what. I got pocket I, aces. What sort of Luai is going to play? Oh, you know he's going to be playing. He's playing like he's got pocket aces, but he could be oh, even man, like even eight just, nine offsuit. Could he? Know? Could he fuck? Like I want to know. Like just say he's probably able to talk with the surgeon. And the doctor's like, can I do any more damage to this? Will a week? Will a week be a massive uh, difference? Am I getting surgery regardless? Yes, but I mean, can I get through end. it? Is it a pain tolerance? This is all the things that he needs to know. So if he goes, it's just a pain tolerance, a week won't do you any good, it's just going to be fucking sore, he's playing. Mm. But if he goes, a week, it could be, it could heal a little bit better, what the fuck's the difference, right? Mm. We need, like, it's, this, is the getting, this is all in. This is all in. And yep. you need Luai because he creates so much. He barely gets tackled anyway. Katoa's yeah. the one that can do some damage on him. Early border Katoa, come off your right foot, straight at his shoulder. Yeah. That's yeah, all you got to do. I don't want Jerome Hughes running the ball that much. I just want Katoa because Katoa's a big boy and he's strong. Yeah. And Sorensen needs to fucking bury Katoa. He's got to protect Luai. Mm. So when Luai's getting – Luai can catch, I don't want – you don't really want Luai coming in, bending and hitting that hard where Sorensen's a great defender. He can come from the inside, come in, check, bang. Because before, just say Jerome Hughes, just say Sorensen, like, he'll hedge his bets. He'll have a good angle on, on uh, Hughes. He'll come up and then just say, because you worry about Hughes, just say Hughes is 100%. Mm. You worry about that little dummy and go, because you'll fucking get you. Yes, that's all I don't think say. you're really worried about that. So you well, can, we'll see. In the yeah, I know. You'll see. You'll minutes, see. Yeah. You, you, we'll see. But, like, you come up, you'll pass, boom, he's straight onto him. You know what I mean? He's going to help Luai so much because he's a dog, Sorensen. If he shows any signs of he's not able to run it, then you're right. Then Sorensen can get inside pressure. But if Jerome sets him up with it, he could even fake it to begin with. They have that nice, beautiful shape where they play two middles, out the back to Jerome, and Jerome either drops or he just gets early ball and they quickly tip on. So One way. He could just be dishing, 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 bang off the right if, foot and see if, that calf. If, I mean, this is, this is how the game is. It's not, this is not dirty play. you got to get line speed on Luai and hit on pass, mm. right? Nothing late, nothing cheap. Yep. But if your line speed's there and he's passing crack, Possibly the worst angle for Luai. Well, look. so that'll that'll make sure that'll make Luai. Is he going to go to the line? Because Katoa has good line speed, yeah. But he has he's, he has a tendency sometimes to hit a little bit too late, mm. and that could cause a lot of shit. He could set for ten. He could fucking really hurt Luai. In this day and age, they're going to be monitoring it close. But when you think back to some of the historic moments of halves, you think of Cooper Cronk in that grand final, but the inability for Melbourne to be able to get at him. And mm. affect it, like whether it's having three dummy half scoots down a short side to make sure he's getting involved and tackling as much as he can. And the JT in Origin. Remember that yeah, JT man. Origin yeah. moment where he dislocated his sh- shoulder? And how New South Wales didn't, you know, once they got the information, because that was before half time, yeah, wasn't yeah. it, that he no busted his shoulder? How they didn't 
get to him more during that. You've got to, whether it's Jerome Luai, Cooper Cronk, or Jonathan Thurston, if someone's out there and it's a, and they're doing it's fair the game, that, it's fair it's game. Fair game. You've got to find a way to it's get it. It's fair them. game, and you've got to understand. It's not dirty play. It ain't bounty bounty gate like fucking New Orleans back in 2009. But it's like you're out there and it's fair game. Like yep. Katoa, if Katoa gets that line speed and he passes the ball and he hits on contact yep. and when he's passing it, that's fair game. And that could really fuck him. I think I think just as much as getting early ball and just targeting him because it's going to be hard because they're going to pr- protect him for sure because they already protect the halves anyway with those late hits. So you almost want to stay away from that because that's a chance of 10 in the bin. Oh, yeah, I know that. But I'm just saying if you time that right. And you get it right. You time it right, it. It's you got to, you got to do yeah, it. that's a given. And I'm wondering if it's like just say with the, with that shoulder, right? Like obviously it's a lot of wrist passing and everything like that and Cleary with the finger, you know, mm. like the spirals, the 10-meter, the 20-meter cutouts, all that sort of shit. I don't think it's going to be um, – you're not going to see many of those. Well, you know what it's going to bring right into the game? Fucking running. Power and short battle. balls. Power battle yeah. through the middle. So it's let's get be. to the middles. Uh, advantage, oh, before we move on, Storm right, Panthers left. That's actually fucking hard. I'm splitting it. Yeah. You splitting it? Yeah. I reckon it's a 50-50. I just, yeah. If, if this all these guys were fully fit, fully fit, yeah. fuck, I'd nearly go Melbourne. I'm with you. I'm, yeah. I'm slightly leaning towards Melbourne. But I think Sorensen's had, had a fucking gun year and I just think he's going to do a job and I, I'm going to go Penrith. If I wasn't as worried about Jerome's shoulder, I'm mm. slightly Penrith, but I'm slightly the Storm if you had to make me pick. I like Taruva, man, and I like Tungo. Yeah. I, I, I like Seve. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like Seve. Yeah. I think Seve's the, the weak link in all this. Yeah, I like Seve. And I like Katoa. I think they're ascending good players. They're going to be solid. He's a solid, solid deal, yeah. man, Seve. Yeah. Very hard. You know what? It's just just like Katoa is going to be hard because Katoa is a big body. Mm. You know, sometimes those nuggety guys. He's fucking – I, I want Seve to get more ball. He should, he should be And he didn't get that much heaps. ball because Wishart was pretty much running the ball all yeah. the time last week and he wasn't getting much ball. But Tungo's a dog, man. You but but you know he's busted. You know he's what? a few sternums. Because of Luai's shoulder, if he does indeed play, Crichton plays left. Uh, left. I agree. Yeah. Because they'll have Crichton to look after him. Isaac Tongles had his own injuries. They'll flip him back over to the right with Nath to look after him. I agree. Yeah. So we fucked that. But anyway. Oh, who knows? <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. if you, you can swap. That's the beauty yeah. of having Crichton and Tongo. Tongo yeah. don't mind because he's right arm carry. Yeah. Crichton can carry the ball in both hands as well. So, like, if anything, you probably – because if, if Tongo's a little bit busted, if he's shoulder or his sternum, I think he's had a few problems like that. Yeah. That's fucking hard. Seve's a dog, man. He yeah. runs hard. Yeah. So I want Crichton there taking care of him, taking care of Luai. You got so Luai's. So it's going to be hard to get at Luai. Oh, so is that what uh, Gino for sure? Oh, is that yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, something like that. Like oh, is it? Been, uh, I like, thought it was an, a, a soft body issue. injury. Oh, okay. okay. All right, maybe let us know in the comments Luke, anyway yeah. if you know exactly because it's been a bit of a mystery the Isaac mm. Tongo um, injury because. I, there, was, there wasn't really much information out there about it. All right, moving on to the middles because now it's going to be equal. It's, with all the the question marks and the uh, the health-wise in the edges, the middles becomes even more uh, important. Tui mm. Kamakamitha, Harry Grant, Josh King and Christian Welsh, Versus, mm. Versus, Versus. Moses Liotta, Mitch Kenny, Isaiah Yo, and James Fisher-Harris. Right. We spoke about this before. I, I, I love leg speed, right, mm. in the middle. Kamakamitha, big boy. Welsh, big boy. The leg speed is not like they're, they're just big. They've got big motors. They go all day. But like Leota and Fisher Harris's leg speed is unbelievable. They work their ass off. They hit like trucks. They've got that, that little bit of a tip on. They tip out the back. They got that sort of connection with um, with Cleary and Yoey. Um, well, Yoey's their main dude. 
Fish Harris and Leota need to do a job in the middle. Yep. But it's a bigger job for Melbourne Massive. to do a job on those guys because the, the experience is four grand. This is four prelims in a row now. Mm. Um, That's crazy. And, you know, I just think Leota, Leota's just fucking leg speed is unbelievable. He hits like a truck. He's got that perfect size to hit Welsh and to hit um, Kamakamitha. Yep. You know, he can get right under him. And same as Fisher Harris. Their leg speed's great. They, they're probably giving away about 10 or 15 kilos on both of them, but they make up for it. And Yo, you know, where he gets off the back of those guys and his connection with um, with Cleary, Luai, he's very crucial. Like, yep. But he need they need to dominate the middle. And then you got Kenny, who's just fucking hits like a truck. Yeah. Yep. Harry Grant versus Kenny. That's intriguing because you got obviously Harry offensively, good defender, but offensively that's his bread and butter. Mm. And Mitch Kenny's a dog. And he's been a little bit off, Grant. This reminds me of the Broncos versus Melbourne. I just think they've got too much leg speed in the middle for Penrith yeah. Panthers and it's a clear advantage. Um, that's a clear advantage to, to Penrith because I think it's just going to be too slow. Melbourne's middles had – you could tell they, their intent changed against the Roosters, but – the, the Roosters pack is a good pack, but nowhere near like yeah. the Penrith Panthers. So if they're going to have any chance, they've got to come up with that same intensity. But I just think Penrith pack's just too mobile. Take Leota off, put Spencer Lanyon. you on. Yeah. Like uh, who who comes on? You got, I mean, you got Big Nasty coming on. Yep. And you got uh, Tarek Sims have been pretty good. Yep. But who – who Tom who Eisenhuth. And then you got Lindsay Smith. They do a job, Luke man. Garner. They're a little bit light because they've got if, – if they do indeed – uh, Jerome does play. They've got Jack Cogger and they've got Luke Garner on the bench. So they're a little bit lighter on the bench. So if Tui and Welsh can hold their uh, hold their own early on and then you bring, bring Big Nasty on 25 minutes and the game hasn't gotten away. You know but Fish, this is what I said yeah, against the Broncos yeah. and they weren't able to do it. And you know Fish in that can play big minutes. Yep. They give you 60 or 70. Yep. You know what I mean? So if you're if you're a middle and Spencer and all – Spencer's probably going to get the, the lion's share of, off the bench, 30, 40 minutes. Yep. You know what I mean? Like – they can play some big minutes and get a job done. Fish will play, and you're going to go fucking games. all in for this one. Yeah, all in, and um, you know they use their they use their minutes pretty good. Like leading up to this, they haven't played massive minutes those middles, so the middles will be like, we're fucking hungry. We've got two good ga- we've got two go- two games to go. Fucking let it all out. Yeah, advantage middles. Yeah, Penrith. Penrith. Yeah. All right. By the way, I've seen um, a picture. The Storm were training. The Storm twos were running in the Penrith's kit. In uh, uh, a oh, post training pink? pink? No, no. The the uh, Penrith's um, black kit. Uh, Have you ever seen that before? No, it's a bit different, eh? No, it's good. It <laughs> all right, let's move on to. Oh, with all that being said, we're both going Penrith, obviously. Yeah, Penrith. Um, the line thirteen and a half. Can Melbourne keep it close? What do you think? For sixty minutes, I reckon. Yep. Same as last week with the Warriors and Knights. I think it's going to be like that, and I just think it'd be good for like sixty. Penrith 13 think, plus? Yeah, I think, yeah, yep. Well, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on to the Brisbane Broncos versus the Warriors, our friends, our partners, the Tab. Have the Brisbane Broncos heavy favourites as well at home. $1.26, the Waz, $3.90. The line for this one is 10.5, so not as much. Disrespectful. Huh? Uh, as for the uh, Broncos, with the benefit of not, play, not playing last week, 1-17. to 17. Uh, Jesse Arthurs remains in the team. Corey Oates is 18th man. Uh, Warriors, Sean Johnson got through last week okay. His All reports he's got Killed through this it. week okay. Josh Curran dislocated his finger and Murata Niakora knee uh, are both good to go. So um, the same team that played the Knights have got a, a really strong victory for the Warriors and a fully fit Brisbane Broncos. Let's get into the edges. Murata's Curran looked all like that. Mar- 
He couldn't, oh, he he couldn't get it in. Yeah. Yeah, so it lost again, me. I thought it was going to lose momentum, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, they, were, they had him under the pump. I'm like, get the fuck off. Get off and just play the ball. Yeah. Um, oh. The Warriors left versus the Broncos right. You got Marcelo Montoya, Adam Pompey, Tamari Martin, Jackson Ford versus Selwyn Cobbo, Katoni Staggs, Adam Reynolds, and Jordan Rickey. It's hard to go past the Broncos. It's just that shape that they get. That's their best, yeah. It's the shape. It's the shape. You just got to add, like, even though that's a, that that right side for um, Broncos, you know who's you know who's around the back. On paper, you know you'd say back, Walsh. yeah, Reese Walsh, and that's the the one part that we're leaving out with all these edges. That's the X factor. But I'd say on paper, Penrith Panthers have the best edge on paper. Mm-hmm. But I'd say probably the two most dangerous right edges this year are both playing in this game: the, the Warriors and the Broncos' right edge. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The and, Broncos, the, and the fullbacks have a heavy influence in that. Jordan Ricky, I reckon, could see uh, a little bit of joy. Hmm. I reckon uh, with that shape, when they get to that, when I said last week, when they get to that inside numbers, uh, inside numbers line, and they have that uh, that that shape with with Flegler digging in, we got lead with Payne Haas out the back, lead again with Ricky. You know, you got Tamari Martin. He sort of sits in that little bit of a pocket. Sometimes he's going to be trying to hedge his bets, lead, and then check out the back for um, for Walsh. And fucking Pompey's got a big job, mate. Mm. You know, so he's got to he's got to hold his nerve. They've got to hold their nerve so much because Walsh is flying around the back. Ricky runs that beautiful line. Gonna be a lot of stress. Fucking Reynolds and Reynolds can hit you with that fucking out ball. He can go tight. You know, the it's wa- gonna be dangerous, man. I think um, the Warriors' left edge is much improved defensively yeah. since um, Tomato Martin's been inserted into the lineup. But they did have some problems. One thing I can see happening especially, you know, from the, the little general, is be, mm. they might have a condensed line and try to hunt from the inside for Reese Walsh. Maybe Ren does a little drop, a little, little yeah. dart over yeah. the top to sell. Because Montoya comes flying in. Yeah. Montoya comes flying in. I think they're just going to say, Cobbo, hold the paint. Mm. Hold the paint. Even when they do come in, so just say with – he Montoya might fly in on stags because you yeah. might be thinking the, the, the cutout ball's on. Fuck, a little kick or a long ball. And they like – because Cobbo will start tight and then next minute when they start playing – he just drifts Starts out. Drifting out. And then yeah. some wingers lose track of that. And yep. next minute they get found in no man's land. Yeah. You're looking up and Cobbo's in front of you. You look over the shape by the time you look back up. Oh, yeah. Shit, and the then there's a, it could be a little kick. So there's going to be a couple of little tricks. So, and uh, I think uh, Ricky might see a little little bit of joy there because yep. I think they're just going to be so worried about Walsh and the, the routes that he's running out the back. And Reynolds has just got it on a string. They need to get it, Reynolds. If they've got, a, if they've got any hope... They need to put pressure on Carrigan. Whoever's whoever's at, at A and B, put pressure on Carrigan, make him play at one step earlier, and then just check release on the guy out the back, and then fucking then that's how you solve it, and it's going to be relentless. Mm. And that's only that's red that's red zone defense. You've got to be on your ball. You've got to do. You've got to do it. You've got to dominate that first tackle, which is usually like a Flegler or Payne Haas, and then whoever's not running that, whoever's not playing that ball, you're pretty much the lead runner. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. Um, you know, they got thing. it. They got it. You, you can shut it down. You can shut it down. It's just that inside pressure. You cannot let Reynolds dig into the line that much and let Walsh fucking have have his time, yep. like change his lines and just have too much time. You just got to come up. You got to take like ten meters off him, 10, 12 meters. Then you'll solve it. One thing to watch for as well with the Warriors' left edge um, and against the Broncos' right, Adam Reynolds really likes to get up like Luke Keery, get up and spook them to go mm. back inside. So you've got to have that nice long shape to look like you're going to have a shot. Try to get to Jordan Ricky, bring Reynolds up, get him mm. involved. 
One thing that Tamari Martin does a little bit better than what Metcalf does with Wade Egan, able to play that shot, shot, short side. Yeah. So get up, try to identify Jordan Ricky, mm. try to get that big middle swinging, like Payne Haas, Carrigan, they've got very good movements. Yeah. But Tamari Martin's really good at that little out-the-back shape where he gets um, Pompey running a nice down line. He might look like he's going to get the ball straight off the ruck, but he pops out the back of Pompey and they aim to get in between Ricky and Reynolds and then have another That's where the shot joy is. the short side. That's but where the joy is. then you've got the Selwyn Cobbe intercept yes. to watch out for as well. Yeah. So. And you've got Staggs being a dog. He just wants to rip your face off. <laughs> um, but I think it's it's there's going to be so much uh, pressure on Egan, the way he played last week with the deception around the ruck, with the leads, with Barnett, with Fanua Blake, especially near the line. If you can get near that just left side of the post – just throw that ball to fucking uh, Aiden Fanua Blake. A little bit of late footwork. You don't know what can happen there. And he's going to be spotting up. Like, uh, Ricky's going to be worried. So especially if you've got someone at the back, SJ at the back, you've got that double lead, SJ at the back. If you're Ricky, you're relying on your middles. Mm. You know what I mean? So if you can get Payne Haas or a flag that coming off the line sideways, you can get a little bit of joy there. But it's easier said than done because they work. They're fucking very good defensively. But it's, it's all up to Egan and SJ and the lead runners be genuine. Try and score those tries because you can't barely you can't go around the Penrith and Broncos. No. You've got to go through them. You've got to no, get it on the edge. You've got to spot up Reynolds. You've got to get it. You've got to get it. Ezra Mam, if you're a bigger bloke like near Cora, like Ezra Mam's a great defender, but near footwork, the line, though. footwork. You're a bigger body, legs tackle, offload, all that kind of stuff. Like they they need to start doing that. Don't think you're going to go around Brisbane. You're not going to go around Penrith either. Mm. The joy is on the is on the edge. It's right on the four man and the three man. Advantage Broncos right. Yes. All right, Warriors right versus Broncos left. Dylan Watson is Lesniak, Rocco Berry, Shawnee Johnson, Murata Nikora. Yes. Versus Jesse Arthurs, Herbie Farnworth, Ezra Mam, and Kate Well. Advantage Warriors right in this. But that's a good left edge too for the Broncos, right? Yeah, it's very well it's it's the defensive edge, right? Yeah. But that uh I like Rocco Berry. Yeah, I like Rocco Berry. He dropped that ball. He was going to score. Right. It would have been fucking 20-0 yeah. before half time. So, um, Scored a nice try in the second yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, but like he could have really put it to bed. Yeah. Near core as a dog. SJ was fucking unbelievable. He's going to get a lot of different defensive system this week, but he's going to get a lot of pressure from the inside. But he makes that shit look fucking easy. It's ridiculous. He still was getting a lot of pressure from Newcastle. The way he gets the ball and he does that little bit of a stutter just to just get that four-man to sit sit on his, sit in his chair a little bit. Bit of tempo. <laughs> and everyone's just like, get at him. Get at him. It's like, fucking trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. But, I mean, like you're going to have guys – you go too hard, you expose yourself and he yeah. drops someone Yeah, and that's where the middles need to work hard. So what they got – got Carrigan, who's a fucking animal, right? His line speed is ridiculous. So is Flegler and so is Payne Haas and Billy Walters as well. So they're going to come at, at Johnson so fucking hard – and they're going to try and get at him to make him make, make him play a little bit earlier. That's all. He, that's all you can do. You want the ball out of his hands. That's all you want. Yep. As middles, you've done your job. If you can get at him, make him pass the ball so we can come up, defend beautifully from inside pressure, hunt all the way. But if you don't, he they, might have a little bit. of a They've got good variety back. on that shape too. So they've got the drop, and then they got the yeah. lead. They've got the double shape without the back, and then they just got the normal um, Adam Fanua Blake Tohu Harris shape. And uh, the thing with the Warriors. A little bit hard to defend because just say, for instance, you see Shawnee get across, he drops um, Narada Niakora, but he dummies and then kicks again, Rocco Berry leads. The next time he might drop Narada or next time he might be at the back of um, the shape with Tohu Harris, but Tohu Harris hits fucking Adam Fanua Blake or one of these middles, Mitchie Barnett, 
just on a little outline. Even SJ when he just like he might just like show it to Fanul Blake, right? Square back up, double line on the three man. Yeah. Near Cora and Rocco Berry. Yeah. That's what's been Generally working. Generally they run a lead line rather than a drop for that. So it's a lead doubles. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like under and then like just say if he drops under and then he straightens back up and he's got like near Cora running inside yep. Ram and Rocco Berry. That's been working. And with Chance around the back. Yeah. That shape's good. Yep. So, and that's what's the beauty of SJ. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like Brisbane need to negate that by line speed, trying to make him like you've got to check for Newell Blake and then fucking accelerate again. Yeah. And then he's just you gotta you gotta make him play we'll, earlier. We'll, we'll listen to what you're saying. You, you, there's so many different shapes. That's what I mean. And you're going, well, you gotta do this on this one, but you've got to change this on this yes. one. Yes. How hard is that? It's fucking hard, but that's what game. great defenses do. Yeah. So the middles need to understand. So you gotta check. For Newell Blake because he can fucking step around the ruck and then on the other side of people are going to be pushing on the other side. Yeah. So you got to check. That's why the middles are so important in this game. Come up, check, and then ex- accelerate against Sean, to Sean Johnson again so he doesn't get to Ezra Mam. Mm. So like and and Kate Ball needs to hold his nerve as well. So if you're listening at home, just this is understanding how hard it is and why. It's a little bit esoteric what we're talking about, but well, like understanding how hard the middle's jobs are. So sometimes you look at the middle and you think, oh, straight up and down, carries, defend well. But if they don't do this stuff well for the middle, then they don't have the joy on the edge or the opposition do have joy on the edge. Because you just don't want Sean Johnson to skip across and then he can just – he's too good a ball player, same as Adam Reynolds. So these middles have the biggest jobs in semifinals and prelims and grand finals to put pressure on the best ball players because you can't give them that much time. You can't give Joey that much time. You can't give Cooper Cronk, JT, all these guys. They'll fucking – they'll destroy you. But if you go too hard, and this is, again, listening, if they go too hard, Wade Egan will play short. Yeah. Fanua Blake and, strolls over. And if you go too hard on Reynolds and he turns over, he turns Fanua Blake up, you leave a gap there. Yeah. So you've got to go pressure, hold your hips, square up, and then when if you dummies, go again. You've got to keep jogging. Small, small feet, small feet, small feet. Warriors right versus Broncos left. Oh, man, that's even, man. I, I like the Warriors. Yeah, I'm going Warriors. I well. like their right edge. All right, let's get to the middles. And this is – this would have seemed obvious, I reckon – Probably ten weeks ago, but that's mm. that's changed to slight advantage to both Broncos. I'm sure we're we're both on the Broncos here because mm-hmm. it's the best middle three Fucking in the game. Just. Um, Adam Fanor Blake, Wade Egan, Tohu Harris, and Mitchie Barnett. Very good middles versus Jersey Flegler, Billy Walters, Paddy Tough Carrigan, and Payne Haas. Yep, good matchup. That's a great, that's great a, matchup. Well balanced both teams. Tohu Harris is a you know he's he's a top three lock. Carrigan, yo. Tohu Harris at the moment. Yeah, yeah, um, this year for sure. Yep. Um, Egan, Cam, I think. Cam I think, Murray, I think, Victor Radley. Yeah. Cam Murray's like, still talking, his own. talking now. They're still yeah. playing. They're in a the yeah. prelim. Yeah. Um, Egan has got Walters, I reckon. Yeah. Fanul Blake go, can go toe to toe with Flegler and Haas. Barnett. I'd say, I'd say, Adam, as much as I love Jersey Flegler. Adam's got. So it, it's it's Barnett versus Flegler, right? Let's put those two dogs mm-hmm. together. Yeah, and then you go got hard. Adam versus Haas. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's not. This is this is not cut and dry. Like no. you can't just think. No. You know, like slight uh, like, advantage. Of yeah, slight advantage because Carrigan, Flegler, Haas have played so many games together. They're all rep players. Have played at that level, and they've got experience in big games. Yeah, that's it. Because like Flegler, I think he's he would play for Australia at the end of this year. So will Payne Haas, and so will uh, Carrigan. Yeah, they've got rep footy under their belts, but not a heap of finals. No, so, no, no, no. They've got none. They have yeah. got none, none of them have played a prelim apart from Capewell and um, and Reynolds. Yeah, in this whole team. Yeah, yeah. So like this is this is a totally different kettle of fish. Yeah, it's not a big game, but like you know, I just think I think for Newell Blake, I think Adam he's finals a couple. Of times Newell Blake would have played, but he never played in prelim. Yeah, he wouldn't have played. No, prelim. he played in pre prelims. Different 
different different Toru Harris Harris, yeah, and Toru Harris has played because he won yeah. a grand final. Yeah. So um, I just like I like the balance with Brisbane. I just like their line speed. They really attack in defence. They want to hit you. They want to. They fucking want to demoralise you. They're going to go after Fanua Blake. Yeah. They're going to go after. They're going to go after Barnett. Harris, you know what I mean? Harris is their main dude. Toru Harris, they're going to go after him. Carrigan's going to make it personal with him. And I think Fanul Blake's going to go at Payne Haas. And I think Barnett and Flegler are just going to go at it. Mm. I just think I'm going to give I'm the advantage. I'm looking forward to Barnett yeah, I think Barnett's a dog, mate. Did you yeah. see him last week? Yeah, he was yeah. fucking one of the best players out there. Yeah. I know he was playing against his ex-team. He's like, you know what? He's got a little bit of extra motivation. But I just think – I think. Um, Ooh, just got some late mail. Uh, I'm looking at the teams here updated. Both Jerome Law and Jerome Hughes confirmed. Good to go. Ooh. That's big. Fucking hell, that's that mad. Is big. Yeah, I just I, I like the way they um I like the way the Broncos play. Yeah, I think I, I rate the Warriors middle, but I just think they work like in sync. Uh, the Broncos. Yeah, and uh, they're fit. They fit. Everyone's so, fit. looking at the line, we've got a uh, dollar twenty-six. We're both on the Broncos, yeah. or yeah, can you see a Waz upset? The, I think it's going to be close. I'm going plus ten and a half. The Warriors. Mm. Do you think Broncos can blow them out? No, no. no I think this would be the this would be the closest. Oh no, it won't be. Yeah, think, well, out of the two, yeah. this will be closer than the top yeah the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think the Panthers will blow out the Storm. I think this would be a one to twelve Bronx oh. one to twelve. All right. Also, we've got the NRLW top four, the finals. Uh, this is to go into the GF as well next week. Got the Newcastle women's versus the Broncos women's. Newcastle a dollar fifty three favourites. The Brisbane girls are two dollars forty five. The Lions four and a half. Uh, Mace, this will be a good game. You've got the Broncos, who are the OGs. A couple of years ago, they were winning it. Yeah. yeah, they won the first three competitions. But now you've got Newcastle, who won the Premiership last year. Yeah, Newcastle. Um, you've got the Southwell sisters. They've been on fire. It's good to see Hannah bounce back. She tore her ACL yeah. at the start of last great. year. Um, they beat the Roosters a couple of weeks ago, but the yep. Roosters have got a few out. This would be a really entertaining game because you've got the the OG, Ali Brigginshaw, still doing it strong. Um I'm going to go the Newcastle Knights in this game, Mace. I think uh, it'll be a very close game. This could be back and forth um, because on the other side, the next game coming up, you've got the Sydney Roosters versus the Gold Coast women who have been really good this uh, year as well, Mace. Gold Coast, they well for the inaugural team, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they come last last year, the Gold Coast women. Oh, it's the second year, is it? Okay. Yep. So um, they recruited really well. Um, they've been a, a good story, but our girl Taryn Aiken who come on to uh, pro- um, not promote um, – Preview, just talk, just talk about the uh, NRLW season. She's been on fire. She's killing it. Will she get Dalian um, Women of the Year? Yeah, I think she will. Yeah, I think she. Uh, it's not Dalian for them. I'll find out. What about Tamika? She's Tamika Upton's. Yeah, Tamika Upton's right up there. We've got uh, Jessica Surgis in Jersey twenty-two, and also she been injured. Fui Moano. So yeah, she did a finger uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Fui Moano. She was out. Did she get an op or something, or just? Yeah, she missed a couple of games. And Talia, she injured her calf in the first week. So two big names that could potentially pop into this. Roosters have been too strong. It's been a good story for the Titans, and they've got a very good forward pack, but. That'll be a good game as well. So I'm um, looking forward to watching all four games over the weekend. Love uh, watching the NRLW. Specifically now, it was very hard to watch all the games throughout the year when you had eight games and then plus the I can't watch every NRLW game, NRLW game as well. But now that you just got the four games, I'm looking to watch it, looking forward to watching the women's and the men's. As for the LPC multi for this week, and this will be my anytime try scorers. It worked well, week one of the finals. 
Not as well last week, but we're back on. We've got Stephen Crichton, Katoni Staggs to score in the first 60 minutes of their respective games. Mm. The centres of attention. I think both these guys are going to have big games. They're going to score in the first 60 minutes with a value of $12 specific to our LPC multi. Uh, max bet of $25. As always, we want everyone to be playing safe during this footy season, so please keep front of mind what are you really gambling with. And if you need free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. You can find all our current LPC bets under the Bets Friends banner on the tab app. Uh, really looking forward to this week in oh, finals, mate. Best Prelim week. Finals. Best week of the year. And then year. we roll into grand final. You see plenty of this next week with the tab right. in and around the games. Uh, enjoy the weekend, mate. Good luck, guys.